I had the same conversation, but the opposite, because I go to Vegas uh, a week before Cabo. Ooh. And so I'm, I I need to, so I'll, I'll fly back Sunday and then I need to test negative um, at least like Wednesday because I don't want to go there and then get stuck. How does that work? Are we? Are- oh, you got to stay, man, the, or drive back. But if uh, they won't let you fly back if you test positive. Um, so you got to, we'll get there, right? We'll get to Cabo and then we should test no later than the day after we get there, right? So we're negative 72 hours prior to fly back. But yeah, they won't let you, uh, they won't let you fly back if you test positive. Damn. And it's a 22 hour drive just to Tijuana from Cabo. So. Nah, dude, I don't have enough money to drive back. I was going to hop on a bus. Dude, you get pulled over every like other town and they're like, let's see your papers or your thing. Bro, and they want money. And you oh gotta- my God. So we got, we were, Lindsay and I did an excur- uh did um, ATVs in Cabo last time. And so you, you get in the van and you just start driving. You drive out of town and you drive and you drive and you drive. And you're driving. I'm like, oh man, fuck, this is Mexico. <laughs> Mexico. <laughs> Mexico. Man, I shouldn't. We, I, I'm nervous. I'm nervous, but I'm not saying anything to her. It's just us and the driver in the car. But I'm like, oh, because they, they were late to begin with, Uh-oh. and uh, they finally get there. Out. They pick us up, and then they we go to this another resort because they're like, oh, we're gonna pick up some other people. And they don't pick anybody up. There's nobody outside. He goes in, asks, comes back, gets the car, drives off. We're driving, we're driving, and I'm like, oh, this is this doesn't feel this doesn't feel right, but like. You know, like, ah, we're not going to get kidnapped. Like, what are the odds we get kidnapped in Mexico? (laughs) But then we get pulled over Mm. by, uh, by, by, uh, yes. And they're like, they're fucking armed. And I'm like, oh, fuck, this is it. This is, uh, we're getting kidnapped. They're not real. The girl opens the door and she wants to see the, the paper that we fill out, uh, on the plane. Lindsay and I don't have that shit. Why the fuck would you have that? Yeah, exactly. Why would we have that? So they they talk to the driver for a minute. We show them our American IDs, and she let they let us go. But like the whole time, I'm like, oh man, we're gonna get fucking kidnapped because they take you way out of town to do this the ATV excursion. And you still want me to do that instead of horseback <laughs> riding? But you're you can like, go, yeah, Brandon. You're not selling the product you think you're selling. <laughs> you can go horseback riding at the same place. They have camels, they have horses, they have ATVs and uh, zip lining. You're gonna go ride some camels. I'll donate ten dollars to see Antonio ride a camel. <laughs> the camels look like they were fun. They're not native to Mexico, so I'll pass. <laughs> you do look kind of Egyptian, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Want to get it rolling? We're warmed up. It's guys night. Mm. Guys night. Guys night. Dude's night out. No girls allowed. No rules. Just like the little rascals. Get ready to be offended. I was going to say, it's just going to be an hour and a half conversation about Isabella. Mm, Pretty much. Snoopy. I love Snoopy. If we're the little rascals, I guess, since I've got the uh, alfalfa, who would you be, a little rascal? Would you be Spanky? I don't know. I'm the monkey. <laughs> Antonio would be uh huh. Just didn't say much, and then all of a sudden, just like lays it on. That'd make Brandon. Brandon, <laughs> you say, isn't there? Is there a black kid in there? Somewhere? There is. There That's is. racist. Buckwheat. That's <laughs> racist. Super. Well, speaking Super. of racist and offensive, boy, do we have a movie for this week's episode? <laughs> I cannot believe this movie's. How racial and sensitive? Maybe it's too sensitive. I don't know, man. But um, tonight we're doing a movie, uh, our first Chris Tucker movie that I'm sure of, our first Jackie Chan movie, maybe our last. I'm not sure. We'll see. Is there anybody in this movie that we've done before? (laughs) I don't think so. so. I don't think so. This week we're doing uh, 2001's Rush Hour 2, the sequel to the highly successful 1998 Rush Hour. God, there's no Drew Hill in this one. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that Rush Hour soundtrack, the original, that shit's good. I had that CD. It was oh, good. Wow. The movie premiered on August 3rd, 2001, 20 years ago on my 16th birthday. What, what? You Dang. old as fuck. I yeah, I was, about, I was like, that sounds right. 
Last week I was like, oh, it's on Brandon's 16th yeah. birthday. Dow, what? <laughs> 2021 was Brandon's 16th birthday? <laughs> uh, the movie had a $90 million budget and brought in, guess, 250. Close to that going over. 250 from Dow. I'm going to say 350. 350 from Brandon. 229.5 million. Wow. Did someone hit it on the exact number? Yes, they did. Brandon is the winner. Oh. $350 million hairs. It was 2001 second highest grossing PG 13 film. PG 13 and the 11th highest grossing film of 2001. What? Name them. That's ridiculous. 350 is the 11th highest grossing. God damn it. I knew you were going to ask that, and I had it pulled up, and I didn't. Hold on. Mm. Pearl Harbor. Yes, Pearl Harbor was... was... No, it was not. Shrek. Mm, I believe that. Donkey. American Pie? Was that art? Was that Mm. 2001? All right. Harry Potter was the number one grossing one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Followed by Lord of the Rings, Monsters, Inc. Boo. Shrek. Boo. Ocean's Eleven. Yay. Pearl Harbor. Eh. The Mummy Returns, Jurassic Park 3, Planet of the Apes, Hannibal rounds out the top 10. Wow. Hannibal was good. I don't remember it being yeah, that big of a box that office sound, success. Yeah, that doesn't sound box office good. Like, you know? Yeah. Another little cool fun fact about the movie. You may or may not appreciate this, Antonio, but Rush Hour 2 surpassed the 1984 film The Karate Kid as the highest grossing martial arts action film and was ranked as the second highest grossing buddy cop film behind anyone guess which one lethal weapon nope mm. it's one we've talked about one we've never done mm. had another killer blue streak kick ass soundtrack not blue streak cradle to the grave Ooh, <laughs> romeo must die <laughs> let's go all the gently movies <laughs> the one the tango tango and cash no nope. oh. that's a good guess not up there 1997 men in black oh that makes sense okay See, that throws you off as federal agents. Are they buddies? Are they cops? They're not cops. I thought, I for sure thought when I, when I read that piece of trivia, I was like, oh, Wild Wild West. But nope, it was not Wild Wild West. It was another Will Smith movie. So I'm not actually sure if this movie is everyone, like if this movie alone is like anybody loves it. But do we love the Rush Hour trilogy? Yes. Yes. Three is not as strong in the... uh, the trilogy but but yeah overall great trilogy we still want a fourth definitely want a fourth okay so rush hour i vividly remember everything that happens rush hour 2 was a little fuzzy on but once it's the movie started i was like okay i know exactly where this movie goes how it is i remembered everything i for the life of me cannot remember what happens in rush hour 3 we go to paris they do go to paris sue young is not young anymore she's not, not. Oh, they did the trilogy trope where they brought back someone from the first movie into yeah. the third movie. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. And Doesn't her dad die in that one? Shh, spoilers. Like yes. an embassy gets bombed or something, right? And that was she- this one. Spoilers. No, that was this one? <laughs> it no. could be all of them. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Someone dies? <laughs> <laughs> what? That's my bit. <laughs> but it's literally not a bit. It's not. It, for those of you who have listened, it's not a bit. It's yeah. actual real... <laughs> Honestly, it's a bitless bit. It's a bitless bit. All right. I always do it. Question or questions of the week. I may have two. This one is uh, this one is for Brandon. Brandon alone. Nice. I'm going to single you out. Is this, Brandon, a better buddy cop movie than Wild Wild West? Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, unfortunately. You know, right? The chemistry. Like, Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker just have better chemistry. The villains evil plan i think is uh, a little bit better than a giant spider but it's not more unique than a giant spider so you know wild wild west has got that going for it but no <laughs> I, I, I mean overall right jackie chan and, and and chris tucker have better chemistry god listen to the pain in his voice can't you hear it you can hear it <laughs> yeah it's that yeah that that's that's an unfair question is there a more I don't. I don't have the vocabulary that some iconic. people have. Is there a more iconic do? No, there is a more iconic. But is there a more? What is it like? When something's the, the word. I'm How about looking, this? How about this? A more like fun duo. The word I'm looking for is you would never like. I would never think 
Jackie uh, Chan and Chris Tucker. Ironic? Not ironic, but is there like a more mismatch? G- give me a better mm. give me a better mismatch duo out there in a movie. Is there a better mismatched duo Will of Smith characters? Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. Owen Owen Wilson and Jackie Chan. Yeah, that was <laughs> No, I'm not going there. I I really thought the only thing that I could come close to was Will Smith and, and Tommy Lee Jones. And is equally as good. I actually think the chemistry is much better here with Chris yeah. Tucker and Jackie Chan. I think it fits so much better and it's more entertaining than Will Smith and, and Tommy Lee Jones. And I think it's it's tough to say it's more mismatched just because we've seen them together. But like before that, you're like the guy from Friday right. and the guy from Drunken Master are going to make a movie together. Like that's weird. And half the people don't even know what Drunken Master is. No, almost no one. That, I think that was his like that was his breakout in American cinema, right? I think so. Because I remember I remember him going on like Regis and Kathy Lee and all they would talk. Every, all the selling point of this movie was Jackie Chan did his own stunts. And that's how they sold the movie. Yeah, for Rush Hour. For the original Rush yeah, Hour. Yeah, for Rush or, Hour. For Rush Hour. Yeah, yeah. For Rush the hour. only thing I ever remember seeing Jackie Chan in was Rumble in the Bronx. Mm, yep. That yeah, him. that was it. And I remember that was the big thing was like he was doing like this crazy like jump from a helicopter to a boat mm-hmm. and he did it and then like he sprained his knee and then immediately was like, all right, got to fucking got to film it again and did it. And it was like, whoa, dude really does all his own stunts. Yeah. The bloopers in his in at the end of his movies are always so m- almost more interesting to watch because you see the stuff that he actually does and you're like, shit. So, Antonio, you nominated this movie. Why'd you nominate this movie? So TBS East was showing Rush Hour 3 and I started watching it. <laughs> TBS East. And then TBS West at the same time was showing Rush Hour 2. Mm. And oh, shit. we left at the end of last week. Like, if you have anything you're passionate about or just throw some suggestions out there. The suggestions I threw got no traction. Did you did you check the dates before you threw out the thing? Yeah, obviously. Okay, I was okay. like, huh, I wonder when I wonder when Rush Hour 2 came out. I, actually, I wanted to do three first. And I was like, oh, mm. that doesn't fall. Wonder when Rush Hour Two came out. Oh, oh one, perfect anniversary year, and yeah. it come, came out this week. Perfect. I can't believe that. I I really thought I didn't. I didn't. I saw where you said Rush Hour Two, but I saw Rush Hour Two. I'd actually read the sentence. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, I knew there was one that came out around this time. I'm glad we were doing this one. This one sounds like a lot of fun. Let's start with the cast. We already started talking about the duo of Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. I don't think anyone here is a huge Jackie Chan fan outside of this trilogy. John, not watch the cartoons. <laughs> Jackie Chan oh, Adventures. That's true. <laughs> I don't remember that. I forgot about that. Yeah, you, on WB. You guys might be too old. Oh, that is true. That yeah, is true. It, it was a little. It was a little too too young for us. Saturday, My sister watched it. That's why I know. Was it Saturday morning on WB? I mean, it was definitely. It was definitely past like prime Saturday morning cartoon age. I would say. That was like after school cartoon, if I'm... Might be after or, school. Yeah. Like y'all knew of Jackie Chan because of the cartoon. Damn, it had a good lifespan from 2000 to 2005. See, we would have already been in high school, so... Yeah. We were into Laguna Beach and Blink-182. <laughs> yeah, we started watching MTV when they still, did, they still <laughs> didn't MTV play. MTV Spring Break. Yeah. That one mm-hmm. week and you're like, oh my God. So many Make girls. <laughs> so many girls. Girls gone wild. That used to come on late at night on MTV, those infomercials. Remember those? Mm. Yep. Chris Tucker. How do we feel about Chris Tucker? I mean, he's right at his his peak in, yep. in this, right? Pretty much, because yep. everything afterwards is downhill from here. Which is crazy. What's weird is like, you know how back like how today we have like the Chris Chris Pratt, Chris Evans, Chris Pine. Back in the nineties, it was Chris Rock or Chris Tucker. Like, you could do a movie of face-off with those two guys. Like, instead of Travolta and Nicolas Cage, like, you could have had, like, Chris Rock, Chris Tucker. I remember Chris Rock telling that to Chris Tucker when he was hosting, like, the VMAs. He was like, you and I should do a movie where they take your face and put it on my face. And Chris Tucker, (laughs) Chris Tucker was so big at that time, he's looking at Chris Rock, the Chris Rock, looking at him like, that's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. (laughs) But as a young kid, I'm like, that sounds amazing. <laughs> Chris Tucker's just like not having it. Which is wild because, I mean, right? I mean, if you look at his yes. credits after 2001, like that's it. 
he gets rush hour three in 2007, but like, yep. man. Yeah. He came out and did silver linings playbook in like 12, oh, in like that's 2012. Right. Yeah. That's but that, right. but I mean, that's it. But, but I mean, I understand why little backstory for, so for crit for, for rush hour two, for this movie, he got paid $20 million. Mm. Rush Hour Three, he got paid twenty five million dollars plus got some points on the back end of the total gross. Mm. And and Antonio was watching that on TBS East, so he was at that <laughs> GDP right there. <laughs> we are still but, contributing to our man today. Why is it that he doesn't get anything for six years in between Rush Hour Two and Rush Hour Three? Like twenty million dollars to me says Hollywood leading man. Sure. It's some of these movies, you know, obviously, um, some of the movies that he did in the nineties, you know, iconic. But yes. what happened? What happened to Chris Tucker? Maybe he just said, like, fuck it, I'm rich. That's what I'm thinking, he said. Uh, that he had to have been or or he could have he could have pulled a Chappelle before Chappelle and was like, Listen, mm. I don't think I can do this anymore. Like it's just it's too much pressure. Everyone wants me to be the funny guy. But if you pay attention to the to credits, it's he's it's not that he's not locked in, but it's like he's not locked in. <laughs> he's not. He's kind of not. It's he's they're like, all right, Chris, say this, and he says it. All right, Chris, say this, and say, you're filter fish. Exactly. He couldn't say it. I think the perfect encapsulation of that idea is the end where he answers the phone in the middle of them filming. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what are you doing? We're filming. Yeah. Like Jackie's kind of laughing, but kind of serious. Like what yeah. are you doing? That might get around that. You're just kind of that person. And maybe people don't want to work with that. Um, the director of this film, Brett Ratner. Mm. Canceled. I always get Brett Ratner mixed up with Brian Singer. Mm. Brian Singer did the original X-Men and then yes. Brett Ratner did Last Stand. They both have been part of the the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. Brett Ratner was an entourage. Remember that? Yep. Along with another another uh, participant in this movie. Who? Oh, 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 yeah. Sorry. Yeah, uh, I was like, wait a minute, really? Jeremy <laughs> Pippen? Brett Ratner, same, very similar to Chris Tucker. Their IMDb as a mm. director. He does the Rush Hour movies. He does Rush Hour 2, and then he does Red Dragon, which was like the prequel oh, okay. to the Hannibal movies, yeah. which is good. I, I enjoy it. A lot of people didn't like that movie. Really? I like that yeah, movie. It, Ray it's, Fiennes? Yeah, it's panned by people, but I actually really like that one a lot. Mm. Uh, then he does X-Men The Last Stand, then he does Rush Hour 3, and then kind of just hits like a little bit of a lull for a while. Doesn't really do a whole lot. Does like a lot of, a couple episodes of like random TV shows, and he does Tower Heist in 2011. And then he does Hercules in 2014. And that's like his last director deal. So it's very similar to Chris Tucker. Like they had like a peak and then they kind of fell off. Kind of like Safe Moon just or Dogecoin. Just up and then down. Made a little revival and then down again. So Antonio, mm-hmm. who's Brandon in this movie? It's not racist. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Tucker because he's so funny. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Look at Brad Brad. <laughs> I thought it was going to be the, the the Don Cheadle scene where you know because his mouth never stops. So I appreciate that it's just that I'm funny. Oh shit, that's Don Cheadle. <laughs> That is, you didn't know that Don Cheadle? No, Cheadle? I did not know that was Don oh. Cheadle. <laughs> I, oh I saw God. someone talk about Don Cheadle uh, later, like type something up. I was like, did I miss that shit? So he's the cousin. <laughs> I, yeah. Over my head. <laughs> All right, Brandon. Who is Antonio in this film? Oh, boy. Um, oh, God. I could see Antonio faking his death in some evil plot. But would Antonio betray his? Yes. Okay. So Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> Antonio is Ricky Tan in this movie because I could totally I could see Antonio definitely betraying his partner not once but twice in this movie. Betrayed Lee's dad and then betrays Stephen Rain, stabs him, oh, and yeah. fakes his own death, what which I dick. never understood why he faked his own death, but. 
it was a good reveal when he was yeah he showed up in the casino amy asked me that and i was like throw him off the trail like (laughs) i don't know i'm not gonna lie when i was rewatching this I was like, oh man, I guess he died early in the movie. Like it didn't. And then toward, and like, after a little bit, I'm like, oh, I'm sure he comes back. But initially when he gets shot, I'm like, oh shit, he dies. I forgot. Yes, I guess I same. forgot he died. I was sitting here like, well, wait a minute. I've seen this movie a ton of times. Who's the bad guy? Yeah. Then? The rich white man, obviously. That's such a good line. I cannot <laughs> wait to talk line. about that one. That is a good one. Um, Dow. I'm thinking. Who who am I? Oh man, you you can say it. It's okay. No, I don't know. You, you got to pick somebody. I think you're Jackie Chan. Slight chip on his shoulder. Works way too hard when his friends are just trying to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. all I got. I'll take it. You want to know who you are in this movie? I'd love to know who I am. You're Jackie Chan. Wow. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Because you're Asian. No doubt. <laughs> no, you're I, I thought you would be Jackie Chan because like you're the most out of all of us, you're usually the most level headed. Mm. Although I will say at the beginning of this movie, Jackie Chan, kind of a dick. Definitely a kind dick. Kind of a dick partner. Definitely a dick partner. Damn, dude wanted to go on vacation and you're trying to work and do he this shit. Flew ten thousand miles for this shit. Like that's real. Jackie Chan, bad friend. So I guess you yeah. can't be Jackie Chan because you're a good friend. You, uh, you're the cab driver. <laughs> you're gonna pretend I don't know what I'm talking about, and then yeah. all of a sudden when I just like start talking, sh- I'm gonna slap you. I'm gonna slap you, and then I show you money. You're like, all right, cool, let's go. Now you're talking my <laughs> language. But then this man also stole his chicken. No doubt, was super messed. <laughs> don't eat my chicken. Don't eat my chicken. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> and then just drives off. Do you think that's what Marshawn Lynch meant? When he said, take care of your chicken, y'all's chicken. Man, I can see Marshawn Lynch. That's called called a a head cannon right there. He's like, I done seen some shit in Hong Kong where they just drive off with your chickens, man. (laughs) It has to be what he's talking about then. It has to be if he's going to do that. If he says it, it has to be. I think we're uh, kind of on a roll here, guys. We're another, another movie we're doing that went over at the Oscars. Uh, but it did win several other awards. Three Kids' Choice Awards for favorite movie, favorite <laughs> male movie star. Who let their kids watch this? That's true. It's PG-13. I watched it as a kid. I did too, but that's bad parenting. Yeah, I, I was sitting here watching the movie and Olivia came in and sat down. And I'm like, ah, uh, okay. I don't know. Like they do the, the spa scene where he picks out the girls and the girl like grabs her chest. And I'm like, ah, uh, okay, maybe not. But she, <laughs> it was quick. And then we get to the scene in L.A. where Isabella is undressing. I'm like, okay, you put the put the blanket on your your yeah. head or something. Yeah, we're come on. Jackie Chan's basically stroking it at the window. Yeah. Can we talk about those faces? I, we'll get to that. I'm sorry. Um, so wait, 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 hold. On. I got another story about that. So when when I was in Gulf Shores, like we had six kids in the house, and a few of them are pretty are like six to seven years old, so like old enough to be like cognizant. And Instant Family was on. I was like, oh, this is a great movie to watch with kids. Like it's about you know, like adopting kids and like all that. And it gets to the scene where they're like at the adoption fair. And he's like, she's like, these are teenagers. They sit around on Twitch and just like masturbate. (laughs) And I was just waiting for one of them to be like, dad, what's masturbate? (laughs) I'm like, Oh, change that channel. Drive-ins died, like dive drives and dives. We're watching Guy Fieri for the rest of the time. (laughs) Because it was rated R or or like whatever like whatever it is for TV, and Jay's like, "Oh, is this rated R?" And I was like, "I don't think so. There's nothing really bad in this." <laughs> and that's I'm like, "Okay, never mind. We're changing the channel." Yeah, the other scene that had that I was like, "Oh fuck, I shouldn't have done this." Was the fight scene where he, the guy takes the trash can off of him. And Chris Tucker looks down on him. Like, oh, yeah. I wonder why he's mad. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. no. But it was so quick. I was like, okay, maybe she's not going to wonder why he's upset. Yeah, like, why is he mad? <laughs> Did he hurt his leg? <laughs> I would be mad if I hurt my leg. That's his favorite towel. That's why. That's his favorite towel. I love my towel too, Dad. Thanks. <laughs> I don't want to be mad. 
Speaking of that scene, it also won an MTV Movie Award for Best Fight for that scene in the massage parlor. That's a good one. That is a good one, especially at the end. I wish me and my boys had a handshake like no, that. No, I know. I know. We do, Brandon. You refuse to do it. When we have a hand gesture. Is that real? Can I see it? Like, mimic. Yeah, mime it. it right now. Go. See, I want to see it. It's just, the, see it. it's just the, the too sweet for like the NWO. No, no it's Oh my no. God, that's so sweet. It's like touching tips. It like is. Touch, exactly. touch my tip. Yeah. Touch my tip. <laughs> Brandon that's hates it. that. Like he legitimately gets angry when I'm doing that out in public. He's going to be doing a lot in Cabo, I feel like. Ooh. Oh, bro, I got a shirt for it too. Oh boy. And it's got that gesture on the shirt. And then you touch chest to touch the tips. <laughs> Shall we get to the movie? Yeah. yeah. I, Tell me what you got for me. So, if you haven't seen Rush Hour 2, what's wrong with you? It's been 20 years. Quick little summary. After forging a friendship in Rush Hour, Cotter, James Cotter, joins in, joins his boy, <laughs> Inspector Lee, for a vacation in Hong Kong. Except his boy continues working and dragging and vacationing Carter into compromising situations, one of which leads to his presumed death. Vowing revenge, Lee hops on a yacht to get answers from his longtime nemesis, Ricky Tan. There he finds that Carter's still alive, and Carter finds the lead Lee has been looking for and follows the rich white man. They get honeypotted into helping a U.S. secret agent, Isabella, track down money plates, leading them to the Red Dragon Casino, where Carter gets hot at the craps table. Lee gets revenge on Ricky, the plates are, the plates are turned over to the Secret Service, and Lee and Carter head off to New York to celebrate their latest solved case. I'm using that in a sentence this week. Are you trying to honeypot me into that? Are you going to say that to Amanda? I mean, I am. I'm going to use that in a sentence. Yeah. Just wait. I really wish that New York, something would have come of New York. I know. And we would have gotten a third one, like, real quick. Yeah, they just allude to, like, some shit happening in three, but, yeah. Yeah. So two follows right after one, technically, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like, immediately so. after. Yeah, you because would, follow, you would the, assume so. Yeah, at the end of one, he's like, you got to come to, you got to come to Hong yeah. Kong, whatever. Yeah. Okay. And this was the, it's cool. Cool, cool, cool. So as we always do, we always start by going through the movie with our beginning, the middle, and the end, talking about our favorite or most important scenes of the movie. <laughs> so beginning of the movie. I mean, I got where, you know, Lee finally decides to show Carter a good time. And takes him to a bar to party, except it's a gangster bar. They're undercover, and then that leads to an eventual chase when Carter tries to be a cop after doing a rousing rendition of uh, "What's you get enough?" Yeah, don't stop till you get enough, and gets all the all the gangster Michael Jackson. Yeah, they think he is Michael Jackson. There's no doubt. No doubt. By the way, if anybody watches this on HBO Max, yes, it's not just you; it's everybody. That shit yeah, does not sync up. up. The sound yeah. is because I'm I'm watching Carter do his like "Don't Stop" and like his lips are going one way and the music's going another. It's confusing as hell. So it's not only you; it's everybody. Yeah, no, I, I well, I was I was watching it and she she strolls out of the building after the embassy blows up, and it's already exploded. And then it explodes with the sound, and she's like, oh, someone better call the cops. And I'm like, well, yeah, there's an explosion <laughs> back there. HBO, get your shit together. <laughs> Dow, what you got? No, I picked the same one as Antonio. Like, for me, that was, like, a perfect, like, representation of what Rush Hour is, right? Like, funny, 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 action, 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 action. It starts it off right. Yeah. I chose when they're driving in the car together because I love I love a callback to the original. Yeah. One of the best things was, don't you know you never touch a black man's radio in the first one? And in this one, he's like, don't ever touch a Chinese man's CD. It's just kind of, yeah. you know, I love that. Yeah. that. That's really funny how they do that. Brandon, what about you in the beginning of the movie? What you got? Uh, beginning of the movie, definitely uh, karaoke scene or uh, massage parlor scene mm. um, as the, I mean, right, that's, yeah, massage parlor scene, I think, is is my favorite for the, the start of the movie. Uh, but not maybe towards the end, though, when they run through Hong Kong naked. That yeah. shit was hilarious to me. I, I don't know why that shit was so funny. Newspapers like, and garbage can lids. Right. Like what kind of like, OK, so you're you're the Yakuza. You're <laughs> you're these you're these Chinese gangsters. And instead of killing these dudes, you just stop in the middle of the highway and make them run back to their 
to the police station naked. Like, what kind of punishment is that? Ricky Tan it's owed him so one. Fucking weird. He killed his dad. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's and it's the triads, not the yakuza. Insensitivity. Insensitivity. Later, they ask, "How are the triads gonna kill us?" And he's like, "Oh, they're gonna torture us for three days." And he's like, oh, I can handle that. And they're going to cut off our egg rolls. And he's like, oh, hell no. Hell no. Get me the hell out of here. <laughs> Fun fact about the scene where they're running through that street with trash cans and newspapers. Those are all real people. They could not. They could not. I mean, real people. They could not shut down the street. It was sure. just too crazy. This is Mao's China, man. You think he's giving out permits? <laughs> you just roll with it. For a naked run? No way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They would just said action. They run. Those are real reactions that people have because they you couldn't can, shut you can shit see down. the look on like Jackie. Like he looks panicked a little bit. He he does. You like, can he's tell. Like, like he's like, man, my auntie sees this. She gonna whoop my ass. He's later. acting his ass off because he's not. Because <laughs> he's like, shit. <laughs> yeah. I need to get inside. <laughs> uh, middle of the movie. Antonio, you go first. Uh, I got the yacht scene where Carter tries to uh, swoon Isabella <laughs> with his. Uh, with his yacht, that's not his yacht. You got to do the the name. You got to do his his uh, contact. Who's his contact? I can't remember his contact. I don't think I wrote it down. Where he's like, "Oh, you must know my good friend Pedro Morales Magonzales." Oh, yeah, there's like eighteen names. <laughs> Maloso Magosto. <laughs> so, funny fact about that: every year we have to do this thing where we make the kids write like a little excerpt, and we have to file it. And our school is like 90% like Hispanic and following that stuff is so confusing because you don't know what's the last name and where to look for in the file because there's like four or five names. I'm just like, is this a Morales or is this a Magical? They're both back there. I don't know what <laughs> it is. Our parents hate us. <laughs> I forgot about the banter in that scene. It's good. It's like all these yachts look the same, you know? <laughs> must have got on the wrong one i mean the best band curse when carter's trying to find out you know who died lee who died oh. yeah <laughs> you, you detective you <laughs> you who do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth <laughs> nobody understands the words that are coming out again of another callback to the be- to the previous movie i love yeah. that do yeah. you speak any english <laughs> yeah. you understand the word god so funny no, but um, I watched that scene. Didn't remember the like the cool like chemistry banter that they've got between uh, Chris Tucker and Rosalind Sanchez. And I was like, why does she look like she's not into it? Like she just seemed kind of uh, out of it. Turns out they actually filmed that on a real yacht, and oh. she was seasick, like real, mm. real bad. She still looks good though. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Also, yes. she has a show coming out. Soon. Really, I think she's doing Fantasy Island. Oh, they're doing they're doing a series on that. I know they just remade the movie with uh, what's the guy? What's the dude from uh, The Martian? Matt Damon? No, the Mexican guy. Michael Pena. Yeah, he was in the. Yeah. Yep. He was in just, the movie remake. Just say Mexican actor. It's only Michael Pena. Listen, uh, I didn't make the my cut. school's ninety percent Hispanic. I can't do that. Oh, but yeah, she's got a uh, Fantasy Island. Premieres on uh, Tuesday, actually. Mm. What 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 platform? Uh, Fox. Okay, cool. Oh, like oh wow, so network TV. Wow. Send us that money, Murdoch family. <laughs> so hopefully, you know, she'll be trending that day. Mm, oh yeah, that's good good call there, Brandon. Dad, what about you? What you got? I chose the stakeout, where it was basically like a replay yeah. of the Tommy Boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That to- <laughs> the Tommy Boy scene. Yeah. Looking outside. I don't remember it being that awkward, but damn, was Jackie Chan a little awkward in that scene. I mean, he played it well, right? Like, I mean, that took, that took a little acting. I love Snoopy. When he whispers, slow down, baby, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> you nasty, Jackie. You nasty. <laughs> and then he, he's like, when Chris tries to see, he's like, no, we shouldn't be doing this. It's not right. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, Jackie Chan is the moral the moral compass in this scene. Brandon, what'd you got? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. I just like how, how Carter was able to figure out what Victoria's Secret catalog she got. That's <laughs> <laughs> quite a skill. Yeah, that, was, that was special. 
Um, middle scene for me, I guess, would be when they when they go to talk to his contact, his cousin, and he he they, he drops the line, "You're embarrassing yourself. You're a black man who owns a Chinese restaurant on Grinshaw." Yeah, <laughs> it's great. It's a whole great exchange between him and Don Cheadle. That's my favorite too. And also, Don Cheadle was asked to do the movie, and he said the only he was asked to appear in the movie, and he said he'd only do it if he could be in a scene with Jackie Chan. Mm. Not in the like has to be in the sure. scene with Jackie sure. Chan, and that was that was almost like a good throwback too, because like that was a similar scene in Rush Hour One, where he goes, uh, his I don't remember who it was, but one of his contacts is running like a backdoor poker game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. He asked about C four. That's right. And he's like, you coming to Thanksgiving dinner? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh, end of the movie. Uh, Antonio, you go first. Why, why they give my guy $500 chips. That scene was so good. And it was too good. I didn't pick it because I was like, <laughs> that's too good. I got to let Antonio take that one solo. It, it was fucking great. Just like the whole banter, the lead on into it. <laughs> Because it's so real. Because you could see the guy's face, and he's just like, "Fuck, I gave him five hundred dollars chips." He's just like, "I don't know why I did it." Like, the dealer Saul Rubinek, the Saul Rubinek, just <laughs> yeah. yes, he plays it so well. He's like, yeah. "This fuck motherfucker." Yeah, like, God damn. but he almost feels slightly embarrassed. He's like, "Why did I give him five hundred dollars? Everybody here got thousand dollar chips. Like, because it's fifty thousand dollars. Like that's a, like you gotta give him thousand fifty thousand dollar chips." And he keeps playing it up. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but just the part where that before he does his speech about, you know, yeah, his yeah, dream yeah. and everything, when they're telling him to calm down, he's like, I ain't calming down. I'm tired of, you know, I've ever been telling him to calm down. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's just hilarious. I forgot that scene. I, I really did. And I, I was laughing too. the entire yeah. time. I'm glad I almost forgot it because it was so good rewatching it. Yeah. It was, I, think it, I think I reacted to it. I found it funnier this time than I did probably when I saw this movie originally. Just didn't kind of like understand it all that well. It's more relevant now. Oh yeah, definitely <laughs> is more relevant. Uh, Dow, what you got? Okay, so my I picked the Jeremy Piven scene. I love that scene. I watched that scene unsolicited like on YouTube. I'm like, I need something <laughs> funny to watch right now. Let me just watch Buttercream, Buttercream, Crocskin, Crocskin. Like, <laughs> you need something, you need a Dan Animal yeah. on you. <laughs> the big broad shoulders, Mochaccino <laughs> Mochaccino face. <laughs> Yeah, I watch that scene unsolicited on YouTube all the time. It's so good. Back when Jeremy yeah. Piven was losing his hair. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon, what you got? Uh, probably a fight scene between uh, Carter and Huli. Because mm. um, she, she, she kicks his ass like so many fucking times in this movie. Like, And then he, he, he's got... A, it's just... it's He drops that line about... Um, he he says, "All right, I'm not gonna hold back this time just because you're a girl. I'm gonna pretend you're a man." And then he's like, "A very beautiful man, body <laughs> who I'd like, like to, to take the to the movies." movies. But- <laughs> <laughs> like the man, man never gives up. Like that, you got to give him that. Oh yeah, fighting no, and picking up the girl. Like, <laughs> but I didn't realize like she's in. I didn't realize she was in Cloverfield Paradox. Which oh, I, is really, she? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't realize. She was in Cloverfield Paradox with uh, mm. Antonio's boy, Michael Payne? David David Brule. Oh, Daniel Brule. Sorry, Daniel Brule. I liked him in Burnt. No one's funnier getting kicked in the face than Chris Tucker. Every oh, fucking yeah. time Absolutely he gets kicked not. in the oh, face, yeah. it's hilarious. <laughs> Which one of y'all kicked me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite scene at the end of the movie is going to be the outtakes. The outtakes are amazing. They are so funny. To watch, like, it, it's, like, funny, but, like, also scary in a way to see, like, Jackie Chan miss his mark oh, yeah. on certain things or not. Like, when he does the thing where he slides in between that little railing and he doesn't quite fit or when he does the Carter flip me and he, like, doesn't flip. I'm like, oh, my God, that's an ACL. Like, that's, that shit's gone. But then you do, like, the, the, the Kafila fish, the Kafela fish. Fila? Mm-hmm. Fila fish? Fila fish. Filter. Filter. Fil- filter fish. Kafilta fish. <laughs> We have those and outtakes. You can, you, you can hear like the the AP whoever it is on the sideline like it's gefilte fish like <laughs> and it's like this midwestern or southern like yeah yep and then at the very end you could just tell Chris Tucker's getting fucking annoyed by her so he imitates her saying it's gefilte fish, like, it's gefilte fish. <laughs> 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 uh, 
the Jeremy Piven scene of the outtakes when he makes when he breaks Chris Tucker and yeah. Chris Tucker starts like, and yeah. he just keeps going. He's like, I yeah. don't know what we're gonna do. I don't. You know? yeah. There's men chasing us as there should be. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I appreciate movies that throw out little end credits that have like gag reels and stuff. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Dow, your section, the deeper plot discussions. Okay, so my first one was, I thought the opening scene of this movie felt very almost like Enter the Dragon. How so? Like, Bruce Lee goes to, um, uh, I don't know, like somewhere in Asia. But you see, like, the boats. You see the boats, like, in the water and the the music. And it felt almost, it had that feel of, like, Enter the Dragon. I don't know if that's what they were going for, but that's what it felt like to me. When you mentioned Enter the Dragon and the thing, I thought you were going to talk about how the scene where Carter gets to pick out the girls is very reminiscent to mm. the dude from, um, yeah, yeah. Bruce Lee does that or they all do that. Yeah. They pick out a girl. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Um, j- uh, uh, Jim Kelly. Yeah. Jim, Jim Kelly, Kelly does, does. where he's like you and you and you and you. Yeah. And oh, she's like, definitely Oh, you. big appetite. Yeah. I thought that was the callback you were talking about, but oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that, but just the opening scene with like the, the, the music and the boats and all that, it felt very like enter the dragon. Uh, my second one, what's a cooler villain villain name? Ricky Tan or Juntao? Juntao. Gotta go with Juntao. Juntao just sounds like a badass, but Juntao wasn't actually Asian. Exactly. Mm. So he lost some of his. And I was, the other thing, like we already talked about this, but how sweet was it that, like in sweet, in like a, like a wholesome way, Carter went to go visit his boy in China. That is pretty cool. Like if you take the timeline of Rush Hour 1, it was probably less than a week. And this dude's like, you know what I'm going to do, man? I'm going to I'm gonna come visit you because I want to hang out with you more. So, in essence, he's kind of known each other for like less than a month. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like best friends. I did have a question. How the fuck old is Ricky Tan? Because he does not look older than Jackie Chan, but apparently he's Jackie Chan's dad's. I, I will tell you this. If there's one thing that Asia does well, it's plastic surgery. I thought you were going to say avoid the sun. <laughs> no, I mean that too. Dude, <laughs> funny story about that. So uh, I, I play golf and my buddy is Chinese and uh, uh, me and my buddy were playing, we were playing a bit of golf, like a quite a bit of golf. And his mom was like, are you a peasant? Wear some sunscreen because we were out playing golf and he got super dark. <laughs> and that's like peasant? really bad in Asian culture. Like Asians hate it when they get dark and stuff. But yeah. So yeah, I'm telling you, Asians do plastic surgery. <laughs> Like none other. Yeah, I was so confused this time around. I I don't know if it was the clarity and watching it like an HD or like on on a big screen, but I was like, he Ricky Tan looks younger than Lee. Also, it could be like a Will Smith Tommy Lee Jones type of partnership. That's true. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not gonna buy it. I'll buy it. You guys want to get into some awards right quick? the Tobey Maguire Jordana Brewster Award for the worst acting performance in this movie. I had Stephen Rain. Alan King? Yeah. And Alan King is supposed to be like one of the like godfathers of comedy, like Hollywood comedy. Like in circles in Hollywood, like I think he's like revered as like one of those guys and he just did not have a great performance. Yeah, I mean he's one of those like comics that used to do like comedy clubs and was touring yeah. in vegas and yeah, it was like yeah, a yeah. show guy like a like a, it was definitely like, a, like part of like like a, like a don Rickles kind of thing yeah like, like Sinatra's, Sinatra's yeah. group yeah and when he's like oh you're Stephen rain you own like half of la i immediately thought i've never heard of Stephen rain is that is this like a cameo because i think nowadays they would have put like a real mm. like a real person you know what i mean like richard oh, branson or right. something like that yeah. like it would have been Oh, you're, yeah, exactly, like a Richard Branson, someone who would actually do like a cameo role, whereas I'm so used to that nowadays that, no, it was just a made-up part. It was a made-up character. Yeah. And then I was like, why does he look so familiar? And I looked at it, I was like, oh, it's Alan King. Okay, I get yeah, it. Yeah, he's been in a lot of shit. Yeah, everyone fits, like, in the movie, like, with it, except for Stephen Rain, just didn't, didn't yeah, fit. Yeah, for me, it didn't, yeah. Um, the Alonzo Harris Award for the best scene. It's the $500 chip scene. Yes. It is very good. Very, very good. My honorable mention for that one would have been the scene with Jeremy Piven, but it was actually really short. It was a short yeah. scene. 
Last week we were talking about scenes that went too long that or no, this one was too short and it needed to go longer. Yeah. The uh, my favorite part about the $500 chip scene is like obviously Chris Tucker and the dealer are amazing, but it's like the people around them cuz they're starting to like they're like damn why did you give up a five? Like you could see their faces, right. like the white guilt. Like, just like, dude, just give them a thousand dollar chips. Like, and then he gets the the cowboy hat. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Next to him. Yep, yep, exactly. They're just like here, have my hat. Reparations. <laughs> like, like. Dad, what was yours? What was your nominee? So I wanted to pick that, but again, I couldn't tread on on Antonio's pick because it was so good. But I chose the Ricky Tan trying to goad Lee into like shooting him. Because Chris Tucker's playing off of that was hilarious. He's like, don't do it, Lee. It's like, and then he says something. He's like, oh, shoot that motherfucker. <laughs> 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 shoot him dead. <laughs> ain't nobody going to see it. It's just you and me up here. Yeah, just you and me. <laughs> I was like, he does have a point. Kung Fu is ass or something. Yeah, Kung Fu is ass or something. <laughs> that was a good one. That's, yeah. that's a good one. Uh, Brandon, you got one? No, I, that one's actually one of my favorite scenes, too, is... Uh, him, him uh, at, at the end. Him baiting him into trying to kill him. Yeah, because he did a good job. Like he was like he was twisting a knife. He knew what he was doing. I will say, majority of the movies we've done, uh, the last I don't know five or six movies, and maybe I may be wrong and just picking a number, but I feel like they start off strong mm-hmm. and then they kind of end kind of. Eh. I, this is the opposite. This movie mm-hmm. starts off not necessarily slow in the middle. It doesn't necessarily drag, but you're kind of like, okay, where are we going? But it starts off great and it ends really good. Like yeah. the, the the last like 10, 15 minutes of this movie from like the crap scene to the bait him to the very end. It's all really good. I feel like a lot of comedies like uh, suffer from that. Like when you look at like a bridesmaids or you look at like uh, uh, even like a wedding crashers. Right. Like the last 15 minutes just feels like they're just trying to wrap it up because they ran out of jokes. Right. Now we have yeah, to like, figure out how to end this. Yeah. I loved I loved how it ended and I loved how it like saved its best jokes for kind of last. Uh the AC Law of the Fourth Award. I got Zhang Ziyi. Like uh, Brandon kind of poked a hole in my boat with the whole Cloverfield paradox thing, but like she's in cr- like Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon, which is a Chinese movie that was that made it in the US and was fairly popular. And then this was like one of her first like um then she did like memoirs and then she does this movie. And I thought that she was really going to break out into the American market. And I guess she was in other stuff too, but like, I thought she was like really going to make it big in this. And she's really good in this movie. Yeah, she's good. Did you know that she did not know a whole lot of English? You could tell. And I think that's why it never really happened for her. But like, dude, she looks psycho. Mm -hmm. But she's also a smoke show. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it works. It works. You're just like, ooh, (laughs) you nasty. I'm I'm going to watch some of her movies this weekend. <laughs> Memoirs of a Geisha. I'll probably start there. <laughs> I'm going to say I, I went with um, Rosalind Sanchez. She follows up this movie with Boat Trip. Oh, mm. that's right. With Cuba. Yeah. She did a movie called Basic with John oh, Travolta. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I recently watched that. It's a good movie. I mean, it's yeah. it's, it's it's a twisty, it's a twisty fun, kind of fun. Yeah. yeah, you're right. With Samuel Jackson, and John Travolta. <laughs> Yeah. but uh basic is um but you could tell she's really going for it in that yeah you know, she's yeah. really trying she she basically plays the role of like whatever uh goldstein's character in like aliens i yeah. felt like she drew a lot of inspiration from that she basically was like i'm gonna be vasquez from aliens yeah she's gonna be vasquez from aliens exactly and then she followed up with chasing poppy with her sofia vergara and jc velasquez man not a good movie, but it was fun to look at. And it kind of just, the next one was Underclassmen with our boy uh, Nick Cannon. And then it just kind of <laughs> faded from there. So very much like, uh, if we count all those as like the good years, mm-hmm. she had a good couple years and then just kind of faded. She, she felt like she, like her and Ava Mendez might be on a similar trajectory, right? Oh, how dare you? Well, that's what I'm saying. Ava Mendez is like up here. That's what I'm saying. But at that point in time, right? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, at that point in time, yeah, yeah. Like, you thought that they would have, like, what Ava Mendez has been able to accomplish, you thought that's where her career was going to go. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because especially at that time, Ava Mendez was kind of coming up, too, because she had just done Too yeah. Fast, Too Furious, and yeah, then exactly. she was doing, like, saying. Out of yeah, Time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. The trajectory wasn't there, very similar to our boy, AC Law of the Fourth. So, Brandon, did you have anybody for the AC Law of the Fourth Award? 
Um, someone who, you know, came in the movie Burned Bright and then left real quickly, my guy Don Sheetle. I'll take that mm. for this movie. In the movie, yeah. In the movie, yeah. Yeah. Because he was really funny in that. I thought he was going to make an appearance. I thought he made an appearance at the very end of the movie. Like, I thought he was going to, like, su- like show up. You know what I mean? How they always kind of do that. Good. They no. introduce a character in the middle of the movie, and they have, like, a callback at the very end. But, yeah, Don Cheadle comes out firing and then just fades away. The Mark Wahlberg Award for the Best Acting Performance. It's Chris Tucker. Every other answer is wrong. True. Yeah, I'm going to have to go... Uh... I'm going to go I'm going to have to go Chris Tucker too, I think. I mean, let's be real. That's the correct answer. But if yeah. I had to do an honorable mention for their plus minus in this movie. Yep. It's definitely Jeremy Piven. That boy's acting his ass off when he comes through the What does he come through? Does he come down some stairs or he comes out like through a hallway? No, walking. No, he's just talking to like one of his friends. Yeah. And then like he walks away and he like he like slowly like he does like his chest like he puts his hand on his <laughs> chest like I'm going to take care of these two. Like <laughs> How can I help you, gentlemen? <laughs> the hair, everything. Yeah. Buttercream, buttercream, crockskin, crockskin. <laughs> so good. Um, quotes, quotes, and other favorite scenes. What you guys got? There's a ton of them in this. So many. Yeah. I think we've gone over most of the ones I've listed. Uh, the no, one, I don't know. There's a lot on here that we haven't listed uh, from I you. Mean, for me, the, the, I mean, so the racist ones, obviously, all y'all look alike. You know, jump in front of a black man at the buffet line. When Godzilla be coming, y'all be tripping. Uh, <laughs> Asians are very calm. <laughs> you you got to do the thing that he does. Gaiaka, Gaiaka. <laughs> Super on the racist. Plate. He does it on the plate. Uh, I think my favorite uh, is when they're at the Red Dragon Casino and he's riding around in that, getting pulled around in that wagon. Like, oh, man. And he sees uh, Lee dancing yeah. with Isabella. He's like, "What you doing?" He's like, "Dancing." He's like, "Man, I'm dancing. I'm up here working my put my life on the line, and you up here messing with some dumb bimbo." Does she have a friend? Does she have a friend? <laughs> <laughs> no, you some other good ones too. Like um, Antonio also put like the when he's running down the stairs while they're all fighting. Like the old Asian lady's like, "Move aside, Kobe." <laughs> oh yeah, I, I I turned to. I turned to uh, Lindsay at the time. I was like, man, that's that's fucking racist. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what do you mean, blend in? I'm two feet taller than everyone in here. That's a great one. Bite it like oh, a monkey. Use those yes. tiger teeth. <laughs> yes. Snoopy is six inches taller than you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. Why didn't we have more callbacks to Snoopy? I don't know. It was kind of late in the movie. It was kind of late in the movie. Mm. Uh, scenes just... <laughs> When he's about to climb the Chinese bamboo, and he sees someone fall. He's like, "I'm gonna take the stairs." Yeah, <laughs> you can imagine going up like ten flights of stairs when you're on your vacation. That's right. You, my guy's like in for a terrible time. And then before that, like when he thinks Lee's uh, getting it on with uh, Rosalind. Ro- no, not Rosalind. You guys just talked about her ship. Oh, Zhang Ziyi. Zhang Ziyi. Yeah, <laughs> they're just fighting, but he's like, "Oh yeah, te- tear that ass up." <laughs> <laughs> One that I that I thought was hilarious was after he thinks Carter's dead and he's in the car and he's listening to the radio and it's every breath I take. Yeah. Like the P. Diddy version. And then he like starts moving his head just all, like unrhythmically. Like, no rhythm at all. <laughs> zero. And he's like a karate dude. Like you think he'd have some rhythm in his like. <laughs> so speaking of the HBO maxing I mentioned earlier, I wasn't sure if he didn't have rhythm or if my voice and stuff got like unsynced See, so anything like, that might have synced it you're like dang jack the chance got rhythm <laughs> no it was way off are you gonna talk about the karaoke scene again or no no you go for it no well, we talked about the karaoke scene a little bit some fun facts on that chris tucker actually didn't want to do the imitation of michael jackson oh. and so brett ratner was like no nah. so he was entertaining people and Brett Ratner told the camera guy, just go ahead and start filming. Just film it. Mm. So then he puts it in the movie. And Chris Tucker, I don't know if he was upset about it or not, but he got a call from Michael Jackson. Chris Tucker tells the story. He got a call from Michael Jackson. And he was like, oh, shit. He might be offended because Michael Jackson and him are actually friends. We're, we're okay. friends. And so he thinks like he's going to get mad at him. And he tells him, good job, Chris, but you kicked with the wrong leg. Uh, like, that's awesome. That's an awesome story. Typical MJ is like, hey, get the yeah. choreography right. Come here. Come here. 
Sorry. Eddie Griffith does the absolute best impression of Michael Jackson ever. If you've never He's seen good. Voodoo Child, it's on YouTube. Please watch it. It's a great comedy special. Get your little ass up. Get up, man. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, go with your quotes, Dow. Okay. Um, so... Uh, I love the like, come on, Lee, when he's like doing the karaoke, he's like, come on, Lee, <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> like that felt very real. Like you're just two buddies hanging out. He's dancing with a bunch of girls like, come on, man, come dance with me and these girls. You know what I mean? Like it felt a little uh, forced, but I love the I'm Michael Jackson, you're Toto. <laughs> Toto's what we had for dinner last night. God, yeah. So bad. Uh, yeah, exactly. Toto's what we had for dinner. He's like. He's like, he's like, that's Ricky Tan. He's like, that's Ricky Tan. That's a midget in a bathrobe. <laughs> when when he talks about uh, like a uh, black man, he's like, like man, y'all don't even have any black people in this hotel. And he's like, we had Lionel Richie here last night. He's like, Lionel Richie ain't been black since the Commodores. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I'll bitch slap you back to Bangkok. <laughs> Damn. Followed up by, I'll bitch slap you back to Africa. That was really I was like, wow, wow. And you know Chris Tucker's like, hey, you should say this, Jackie. It'd be funny. And you know what poor Jackie Chan, who doesn't speak English very well, is like, okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's it's like it's like when you have friends that speak another language and all they do is teach you cuss words. Exactly. The I have a dream speech was really funny at the craps table because that is the absolute truth. When you go to a craps table nowadays everyone there is on equal plane they're all they all want each other to succeed at that crap dude i've i I remember me and right so me and Ryan used to go to lake charles a lot in college and one day i looked around i'm like this is the only place where like all ethnicities and all socioeconomic like status goes out the window at the crap you've never seen like a dude just full camo with like a black dude like with chains just like hugging each other like dude we hit the eight i love you so much <laughs> like true. i love you <laughs> like craps is crazy do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth love that callback to the original when ricky tan gets when he falls on the uh car that was such a good like line he ain't gonna be in rush hour three <laughs> yeah that was in the bloopers behind every big crime there's a rich white man waiting for his cut truth I did have one final question. Yeah, I know you guys, we kind of touched on it at the beginning. You guys might hate me for asking this, but did we need Rush Hour 3? We yes. did, but we didn't need the version that they gave us. Oh, Brandon, that's facts. Antonio looks crushed right now. Antonio, tell me what's on your mind. Tell me what you're thinking as these guys shit on your favorite movie. Rush Hour 3 is awesome. <laughs> I've never wanted to go to Paris. Rush Hour 3 is really the only reason I ever want to go to Paris. You're not going to Paris. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of water to fly over. So. But I want a cab driver like that. When I, mm. when I win the league, we're, going, we're drafting in Europe. So they ain't never happening. Wait, he's not winning the league? or the... Yeah, obviously. Oh. <laughs> Brandon, make it on a cruise. Oh, there's an idea. Dude, unlimited food? Come on now. Water as far as the eye can see. That sounds awful. All right, hold on. Let me sell this idea. This dude on a cruise, man. Like, there's, there's just so many girls. Antonio, have you seen the Titanic? <laughs> That's not that dude. Those girls were buttoned up. You go on a carnival cruise. I, I don't care about that. There are icebergs out there. There's in the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the documentaries in the Caribbean? There are pirates. There are literally four documentaries out there about how pirates are just out there. Okay. How many shows are there about fucking Mexico? Narcos? That's true, man. That, like, you're worried about safety. We're worried about... Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, they're, I'm probably related to them. <laughs> All right. Ratings, ratings, and we'll throw some recommendations out there. Ratings. No one put anything. This is the first time I think in a while we've gone into this blind. So this should be fun. I'll start off with Brandon. Brandon, what's your rating for this movie? This movie is a solid three. I want to give it a four. I really do. But um, it's, it's, a, it's a solid three. It's the best of a three. The mm. best of a three. You got a recommendation? The first rush hour. Damn it. And if no. you haven't seen it, then... At Men in Black or 21 Jump Street. Just all the buddy cops. That's another good buddy cop movie, yeah. Dow. 
I'm going to go with Brandon. I can't give this movie a four. Like, I love this movie, but because of the existence of Rush Hour 1, I can't do it. Yep. God damn it. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Is, like, I'm not going to lie. Rush Hour 1, it has its flaws. Every, but that movie, sure. in my mind, would be a four. Because that, that movie was just, like, fun. Like, it, yeah. I remember just having so much fun and it being, like, a great soundtrack. And everyone talked about it. And just, like, what it meant at that point in time. I, I would almost compare it to like the Halo series. Like Halo One obviously had its flaws, but that game is so like it was such a big part of our lives. Right at that time period, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. like it's it's like you can forgive some of that stuff, like some of its flaws, but it's it's yeah. That is a great comparison because yeah, that is iconic. exactly right. And there's and just like the Halo series, there's people that liked Halo Two better than Halo the first one, the Halo One. There's quite a few people out there that feel Rush Hour Two is better than the original Rush Hour. I don't agree with that, but then it's very similar to the Halo series where everyone thinks Halo Three is not nearly as good as the rest of them. And the same thing could be said for Rush Hour series where Halo Three yeah. just, I mean, Rush Hour Three doesn't do it as well as the first and two. So for that reason, I too will give it a three. Antonio, it's a four. Antonio's <laughs> first four and a forever. I'm that person. Rush Hour Two is better than Rush Hour One. There you go. I love it. Is Halo uh, Two better than Halo One? I don't speak God that damn. language. Oh. I'm not a fucking nerd. You're not. <laughs> Where's your Cobra Kai headband, <laughs> nerd? It's getting washed. <laughs> I worked all week to work. <laughs> I had to wash it. Manager uh, was like, "That thing's starting to smell, dude." I am the manager now. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. Called myself out on it. Yeah, you're like, "What's that smell?" <laughs> uh, recommendation. Uh, I would have said the entire Rush Hour series, so I'll just say Rush Hour. Yeah, it's good. Brandon said Rush Hour one, and then Twenty Two Jump Street. If you're gonna watch Twenty One Jump Street. That ice, that ice cube scene where Channing Tatum like fuck the captain's daughter. Oh my god! Like, like you know he just like that was probably thirty minutes of ad lib that they just had to cut down. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. It was like just nonstop go, <laughs> nonstop. You know, like it's like the kissing scene in Talladega Nights. Like you know that they just had to cut down the amount of material for that like quick clip. And I am one that believes that Twenty Two Jump Street is better than Twenty One Jump Street. My name is Yev. <laughs> it's heaven. <laughs> Come on, Holmes, tell him the story. <laughs> that really impossible story. <laughs> uh, you guys want to do a little FMK? Let's do it. Uh, I got Lee Carter and Ricky Tan. Fuck one, marry one, kill one. I'll go. I go, Mary, Mary Ricky, crime lord. Very wealthy. Love it. You fuck Carter. And you kill Lee. Lee's a terrible friend. He's no fun. And you called me a terrible friend. Yeah. And I am no fun. Yeah. Dick. Sometimes. You know what? I called you Lee too. So I'm going to do the same exact thing. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> I would marry Ricky, fuck Carter, and I kill Lee. <laughs> Brandon? I, I'm going to agree with you guys actually on this one. You were absolutely right. He is no fun. Uh, you know, my man's just out here trying to get some mushu and exactly. Oh, we forgot that one. Good, good job yeah. on that, Brandon. We forgot that he just wants some mushu. He's so sad. He's like, oh, all he wanted was some mushu. So I did the movie ones: Rush Hour, Rush Hour Two, and then Rush Hour Three. Got to fuck one, marry one, kill one. I think this is easy. I'm gonna fuck Rush Hour Two. I'm gonna marry Rush Hour. I'm gonna kill Rush Hour Three. Yeah. Anybody got anything different other than Antonio? Actually, Antonio, I'm I'm interested. I think I think I know what you're gonna do. You're gonna fuck Rush Hour th- three. You're gonna marry Rush Hour two, and you'll kill Rush Hour. Yeah, <laughs> got it. Because I think I know why you would fuck Rush Hour three. I think it's on our next one, right? Maybe, yeah. maybe, yep. maybe, definitely, definitely. <laughs> I, think hey, I you can't pronounce that name, so you're gonna have to take it. <laughs> you got anything different, Brandon? No, that's uh, that's that's. You got you got Antonio's or you got ours? No, no, no. So you're you're fucking uh, Rush Hour two, marrying Rush Hour one, killing Rush. Hour okay, okay, okay. So you're okay. you with us? All right, Antonio. What's your last one? Uh, so Isabella, and then IMBD said Sang, so that's why I was confused. 
confused the mm. what her name was. Yeah, because it was Hugh Lee, right? Didn't she say? Didn't like it's yeah, it's, it's Hugh Lee. Hugh, it's Hugh Lee, right? Okay, is it that's Hugh what, Lee? I mean, that, that's what Jackie Chan said. Oh, maybe. Oh, she might have triple names. Maybe. Oh, I thought maybe Hugh, Hugh Lee's like a hyphenated first name. Maybe. It, it, mm. it, that's how I did the in the uh, the close captioning. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, man, I can't pronounce this word. Genevieve. 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 Yeah. But you gotta say it more French. Yeah. Genevieve. Do you do you say it like the stereotypical French, or do you say it like Sasha Baron Cohen's French? So it would be like like Saw Guerrero as Brandon when Brandon does it in French. Genevieve. Uh, all right, I'll go. I'll go. <sighs> no, I'm gonna fuck Genevieve, marry Isabella, and I'm gonna kill Huli. Oh, okay. See, see, this is hard. I mean, Isabella's the one I kill. Like, no question. What? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree. Kill Snoopy? Yeah, no, no questions asked. Um, and so, yeah, see, I got a thing for girls with like short hair or buzz cuts, but also got a thing for Asian girls. So this is where I struggle. They're crazy. But listen to me. If you marry Hugh Lee, you will be protected for your whole life. <laughs> yeah, I'll marry Hugh Lee. And, 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 uh, I agree. I agree. Brandon, tell him different. He went with you. I, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're right. You guys are wrong. Um, Asians that's- are crazy. <laughs> Hispanic chick. Mexicans are crazier. I said it. I didn't say Hispanic. I said Mexicans are crazier. Just joking. Next week, <laughs> we have a we we are, we're doing. I think our. I appreciate you guys. This is fun. A lot of fun. I'm glad we did rush hour. Or we did rush hour two. I'm glad that we did it. It was a lot of fun. I uh, appreciate you guys. And we behaved ourselves. We did for the most part. You know, I think we did. It, uh, the super bad one. You know, we we might have misbehaved a little bit last <laughs> season, but when it was an all guys. Oh, I wish I was on we, that. We I love that movie. This week. Well, speaking of super bad, next week we're doing our second. No, I'm sorry, our third Jonah Hill movie. You count Moneyball. Moneyball is number two. So we did Super Bad, we did Moneyball, and I think uh, we're gonna do um, 2006's Accepted next week, right? Right? Really? Mm. Accepted. Bartleby. Ask me about my wiener. Can't wait. <laughs> 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 <laughs>